Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would you be the jerk if you just don't want to be around your own kids for a weekend? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for fat shaming my friend's autistic boyfriend? My mom and stepdad had to go see my grandparents because of some emergency, so it was just me, 19-year-old female, and my twin siblings, 8-year-old female and 8-year-old male. I had planned on inviting two friends, and my parents said I still could, so they came. One of my friends brought her boyfriend, Mike. I usually don't mind the more the merrier, but I'm not a fan of his. He's kind of a jerk and blames it on his autism. But I don't know, I'm not really educated on that. Anyways, my sister was playing in their playroom, but my brother was bored and wanting attention. He's really into having abs and muscles and being strong right now, and he does gymnastics and all that. So he was doing cartwheels and stuff till he got a little dizzy. He sat on my lap and started showing me his arms and asked if his muscles got bigger. He's 8, so he still has little arms, but I said, oh my god, they're totally getting bigger. Mike randomly interrupted to go, nah man, you got noodle arms. My brother didn't really catch what he said, so he just brushed him off, but I was upset. Discreetly told him to shut the freak up, and Mike was all like, what, I'm just telling him the truth. He has to do a lot more than that to get some real muscles, noodle butt kid. I reminded him that my brother is eight, but he said that his age is irrelevant here. My brother then decided to show us another gymnastics move. I think it's a round off. But he did it and we all clapped for him, except of course Mike. He went, that was anticlimactic. He continued with, no offense, but this is the most unimpressive kid ever. Get out of here with your skinny butt. I was honestly so pissed off at this point that I sarcastically said, I'd like to see your fat butt try to do what he did. He immediately got upset and his girlfriend gasped like I said something outrageous. Where was her horror when her boyfriend was insulting my kid brother? But Mike got all up in my face about being a witch before leaving. His girlfriend told me that I went too far, especially since I know he has autism and that she can't believe I fat shamed him when he isn't even that fat. Besides, he isn't wrong and your brother's annoying. My other friend that was there told me that she thinks he was rude, but I did too much. I really don't think OP was too far out of line. It was all done out of trying to protect their brother. This isn't like OP was going out of their way to try to target the weight of the other person. Like obviously this guy had been a hater on an 8 year old kid the entire day. I'm no expert on the disability either, but I do think that like they shouldn't just be outright insulting other people. Wouldn't that be the case? Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks? Why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for bringing my nephew to lunch with me? A few months back, my sister-in-law was t-boned at a light. The person didn't even break and hit her side of the car going fast. Worse still, she was a new mom of a month. Her injuries are awful and included a broken pelvis right after a c-section. Her boyfriend bailed on her and the new baby, so my husband with his parents have become full-time caregivers. I often have my nephew with me and acting as a primary mother role. My whole family knows this. My sister had a birthday party at a restaurant and I brought my nephew. 
It wasn't bad or anything, but my sister was mad that I brought a baby to her birthday dinner. My family just told me to give them a heads up in the future because they might want to change plans if a baby is coming. I told them as of right now they should be treating my nephew and I as a package deal because my sister-in-law has a long road of recovery ahead of her. My dad told me, I'm sorry you have to go through this, it isn't right to raise a baby, at my age because I'm so young. I'm 24. My response was, what the freak is wrong with you all? And now everyone acts like I'm out of line and being disrespectful to my family. OP especially clarified, it was the Cheesecake Factory they went to. It's not like they were out at some high class expensive place. The Cheesecake Factory is a fairly reasonable place to take a young one with you. OP wasn't out of line and it's on them for not knowing or connecting the dots if they knew what was going on. That said, it probably wouldn't hurt in the future to clarify that you are bringing a child. Our next story is, am I the jerk for throwing my son's switch in the trash? My daughter May is 13 and has been having the worst mood swings with her periods. She also had really bad cramping and other issues. She got snivvy with my son Mick, 9, over being loud while playing Fortnite. Mick decided that his revenge was to throw away my daughter's feminine hygiene products, all of the trash. She went to switch out her pad and Mick threw everything away. I had to make an emergency run to get more pads for my daughter who's already feeling crappy. I hear Mick playing Fortnite on his Switch and laughing with his friends about what he did. I grabbed his Switch and threw that in the trash. He starts crying and my husband's like, really? And took it out of the garbage and told my son he's grounded from the Switch until we decide to give it back. My husband locked it up in a safe in our bedroom and swears he won't give it back but throwing it away was over the top. I don't think Mick should get it back and it should be given away to someone else and my husband thinks I'm overreacting but what our son did was cruel and he should be punished for it and a loss of his switch is his punishment. I just think taking the switch away is the right thing to do because why would you waste all that money? A switch is like $300 at least and that's not including any games you may have bought for it, controllers you may have bought for it, cables, a dock. You don't just throw it away and then have to buy a new one later on. You do what the father did, you lock it up, you take it away. It honestly kind of blows my mind that your reaction is to just throw away a $300 device. And let's not mention, is this really the time to fight fire with fire? You don't want your son to get revenge on somebody they're annoyed with by throwing away all their stuff. So you show them that you're capable of doing the same thing to them? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not getting my boyfriend's twin brother a birthday gift? So my boyfriend James, 27, has a twin brother Josh. Josh lives a few hours away and I've only met him twice. We're not close. However, I do have his phone number. James and Josh recently had their birthday and I got James some fancy flowers and gourmet chocolate and some other things because I'm a hopeless romantic. I don't know how, I assume through James, but Josh found out what I got for James. He texted me to catch up but it eventually led to him asking me about the shopping number for his gift because it had been a few days and it hadn't arrived. I was confused, and I told him that I didn't get him anything. He got super offended and blocked me. I talked to a friend about the whole thing and she said that it was kind of unfair to get one twin a birthday gift and not the other. She told me I should just get him something cheap to appease him and not make bad blood with James's family. I don't think I'm in the wrong. But his strong reaction and my friend's words have me second-guessing. Am I the jerk? I just don't understand why they assume birthday gifts are a package deal here. I mean, you only really know one of them. 
And this isn't like you're taking them both to an event that should be for both of their birthdays. This next story is, am I the jerk for not giving my son money for my daughter's savings? My female 56, daughter, 29-year-old female, still lives at home. My daughter was nervous about living on her own, and after college, she asked if she can come back home until she's ready. With the prices of houses right now and how dangerous the world has become, me and my husband decided it was best if she stayed at home. She doesn't know when she plans on moving out, but she isn't in any rush, and me and my husband don't plan on rushing her either. She pays us rent once a month. Her only other bills is the stuff for her cat and what she chooses to do on her own time. My husband had the idea to save the money she was giving us as rent and give it all back to her when she's about to move out as a surprise. My daughter doesn't know that we've been saving her rent money. Recently, my son, 31-year-old male, and his wife have been house hunting. They haven't found anything in their budget that fits their needs. They're short on money and recently found out what me and my husband have been doing with our daughter's rent money. Recently, he and his wife sat me and my husband down while our daughter was at work and asked us to give them the money we've been putting aside for our daughter. I told them no because it wasn't our money to give away and that it belonged to his sister. He argued that she wasn't moving out anytime soon and he and his wife needed the money now. I offered to gift him some money, but it wasn't nearly as much as the amount of money my daughter's rent money has created over the last seven years she's been living with us. I told him that me and my husband doing that would put us in financial strain. We aren't struggling by any means, but the amount of money set aside for my daughter is too much to just put back. He and his wife accused me of favoring my daughter. I told him that wasn't true because he had the opportunity to live at home and save up for a house, but chose not to live at home after college. I tried my best to explain to them that I couldn't just give away money that didn't belong to me. He and his wife angrily left after I refused to budge on the matter. Am I the jerk for not giving away my daughter's money? I don't think OP's the jerk, but I also kind of fear that the cat is going to be let out of the bag and that the daughter one way or another is going to be informed this money does exist. But I do agree with the sentiment that it's not your money to decide with. It's literally rent money you've collected from your daughter that you intend to remain your daughter's. This isn't like some special fund you set aside yourselves. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to pet the dog at Lowe's? I went to Lowe's today to get some lumber and other things for a home project. I'm looking for an item. When I feel something wet on my leg, I jump a bit and a lady holding a leash to what looked to be a golden retriever goes, oh, didn't mean to startle. He's friendly, don't worry. I tell her I'm not dog friendly, so can you please move along or at least get your dog away from me? She goes, oh, well, you'll love my dog. Even people who don't like dogs love him. Just pet him and he'll go away and doesn't remove the dog from my space. I get more firm with her and raise my voice slightly. Please get your dog away from me. She goes, no need to be rude, jerk. My dog's not going to hurt you. She continues, if you don't want to be around dogs, go somewhere else. I'm incredulous. I tell her this isn't a freaking dog store. This is a hardware store. I need to be in this aisle. Your dog doesn't. Get the freak away from me. She leaves the aisle in a huff. By the time she left, I had noticed people coming to see what the commotion was. I got my things, checked out, and left. Was I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk. While you can have your dog with you in Lowe's, there's definitely a basic etiquette you should follow and this lady was violating just about everyone. 
This next story is, am I the jerk for telling one of my best friends that she was absolutely not my ex-boyfriend's type? My, female 32, ex-boyfriend, male 35, and I broke up about 5 months ago after 4 years together. He is the most amazing guy and I love him so much. These past months have been the worst of my life. He's very handsome and successful and rich, relevant. I'm sure he will not have any problems getting into a new relationship. He broke up with me because we don't want the same things. He wants children and a family and I don't. I think we stayed together for so long even though we knew we wanted different. We probably kind of thought we would change or change each other and that love is all that matters. I still love him but I don't know if he still loves me. When we broke up I asked for a clean break. It means no contact because I needed to get over him. My friends know all this and they know how much I love him. One of my best friends, female 28, jokingly said that he was up for grabs a month after we broke up. I ignored her, I thought it was a bad joke. She is very beautiful and she can basically get whoever she wants. She always said that she has never been rejected before and I believe her. I know my ex didn't really like her because she wants a rich guy and because she's done a lot of plastic surgeries. Last time we had dinner, she brought up wanting to date him and one other friend said that we didn't do that to each other. She laughed it off and I said, well, you can try, but you're not his type. She said that she had never been rejected before and this is where I might have been a jerk. I told her he didn't like greedy girls with lip injections and fake breasts. She started crying, telling me now she won't feel sorry taking him because I'm a bee and a jerk. My friend sided with her on this. I waited until I was in my car to start crying. I don't think I'm the jerk. She knows I still love him and not over him. Couldn't she wait at least? I know she's panicking because she kept saying that he won't be single for long. I don't know. Tell me if I should apologize. I definitely don't think OP's out of line here. While it's one thing to go after somebody's ex-boyfriend that your best friend had for four years together, It's especially another to just like flaunt it and talk about it so blatantly to their face. Like if you're going to do that, try to be considerate to the person who still cares very much about that person. This next story is, am I the jerk for stealing my sister's thunder on her engagement party? My 23-year-old female, sister, 25-year-old female, recently got engaged to her fiancé, 26-year-old male, after they'd been dating for a year. Their engagement party was basically a dinner with friends and close relatives and my sister went all out on the food. To her, marriage is a huge deal and she's had her whole wedding and married life planned out since we were kids. I've never felt the same excitement for weddings and kids and such things, even though I do want it at some point. And since I'm a lesbian in a homophobic family, I long ago accepted that a big fancy wedding with my father walking me down the aisle isn't part of the plan. This doesn't sadden me much, but my sister, who's the only one in my family who knows about my sexuality, has been convinced that I'm jealous of her since she started dating her fiancé. The dinner started out great, but after the main course, my family and relatives started asking about my dating life. It was pretty harmless questions at first, such as, when are you getting a boyfriend? And, why aren't you dating? I saw that boy hitting on you just yesterday. It annoyed me, but my sister seemed even more annoyed. After dessert, when the alcohol started kicking in, the questions got a little out of hand. My mom said, I can't believe your sister got engaged first. You've always been more social. And my grandma commented on that I was the more attractive sister. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. My sister obviously got hurt by this, and I caught her crying in the bathroom at one point. I tried to talk to her, but all she said was, Happy? You've made my engagement all about you. And then avoided me for the rest of the party. So this is the part where I might have been the bad guy. After my aunt asked when I would get a boyfriend for the millionth time, and I'd had my millionth glass of wine, I told her that I'd never get a boyfriend. But when I got a girlfriend, she'd be the first to know. I then stormed out of the apartment, accidentally knocking a glass over, and took a cab home. My phone immediately started blowing up but I turned notifications off and went straight to bed. One of me and my sister's mutual friends, who was on the party, told me the next day that a wild discussion about what I said to my aunt was held, and then the party was cut short. My sister locked herself in her room crying and everyone went home. I've now been blocked by most of my family and relatives. My sister sent me a nasty text about how me coming out on her part stole her thunder, and my mother no longer considers me family. I'm not going to try and make up excuses for my behavior because I definitely could have been a more supporting sister, but I just wanted to know, am I the jerk? The first half wasn't OP's fault, the second half definitely was kind of making OP a jerk, but it's hard to really want to blame OP because emotionally a lot of things were going on here that would make almost anybody flare up. I think it's a little bit of everybody kind of being the jerk here. I mean, just think about the situation OP's been living through regardless where apparently they don't feel comfortable enough opening up to their own family about their sexuality. So think about that pressure being on top of this sister saying, oh, you're making it all about you. This next story is, am I the jerk for recording my uncle's drink request? My uncle thinks it's funny to get me to run back and forth between the pool and the kitchen getting him drinks. He'll say he wants a Coke, then claim he asked for a beer, then asked where his Coke is usually blames it on us darn millennials always being on our phones and not paying attention. 
For whatever reason, my parents don't tell him to piss off. It started getting old a long time ago, and I usually dealt with it by making myself scarce when he's over. He was visiting over Memorial Day and he caught me. He asked for a Coke, so I brought him a Coke. Then he said he had asked for a beer, so I pulled out my phone and played the video I'd recorded of him asking for a Coke. Like most of us darn millennials, I was on my phone when he asked, and I knew what was coming, so I recorded his request. He asked me for a beer because that's what he really wanted, so I told him I would be happy to get him a beer after he finished his drink, because unlike his boomer generation, I don't waste stuff for the fun of it. He got huffy because he was just joking around. The next time he asked me for a drink, my phone was in my pocket, so I pulled it out and said, I didn't remember what he asked for. Could he please repeat himself? He said he would just get his own drinks. I told him that was a great idea. My parents think I was a jerk being rude to a guest and my elder. I thought I was just making sure he got what he asked for. Am I the jerk? I definitely don't think OP's the jerk. Honestly, it would be one thing if the uncle had a habit of doing this, but his reaction after you got out there was, just kidding, I actually wanted this, i just like to see you run back and forth. It would be pretty annoying, but like, it might be tolerable compared to just like denouncing you and your whole generation. This next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my sister move in with me after she got evicted? After college, my sister, 32-year-old female, 27 at the time, told me, 30-year-old female, 25 at the time, I could live with her rent-free and I'd basically be free childcare for her, as well as I had my own job at a landscaping company. I lived there for three years, paid for the internet bill, took care of my nephews, who were two and three at the time, and did the lawn care. I had met my now husband, 28 now, 24 at the time, during this time who had basically moved in with us afterwards for about a year before we bought our house. He took over lawn care, did general maintenance around the house, helped me care for my nephews, helped with the groceries, etc., all while my sister worked and paid the other bills. When we moved out, my sister had had her boyfriend, I want to say late 40s, early 50s maybe, of a few months move in, and I assumed everybody would be okay. Bills were getting paid, and my nephews were getting taken care of. After my wedding in 2022, my sister messaged me and said she, her boyfriend, and my two nephews, now six and seven, my sister being 31, needed to move in because they were getting evicted. She had told me the entire time I lived with her, she was always behind on a bill or rent and her landlord was finally over it and kicked them out. Now, had she told me she was behind on anything when we lived together, obviously I would have helped her. Every time I asked if she was okay, if there was any way I could help her financially, She said she was fine, or if she asked for money, I'd send it to her. I told her we didn't have the room for them. Our house is small, beside a busy road, and we have two giant St. Bernards that my nephews are afraid of and have a tendency to run away if they get out of the fence gate. We are very protective over them and our cats because we don't have kids of our own and would be devastated if anything happened to them. Our spare bedroom isn't big enough for four extra people living in it along with all their stuff. She lived in a three-bedroom apartment with a finished attic that I lived in. We don't even have a room to host more than two extra people because our house is so small. I calmly tried to explain this to her, just to have her call me a witch, selfish, etc. Mind you, she's also quit her job at the suggestion of her boyfriend, who is also jobless, to do DoorDash and Uber and get her Etsy shop up and running, with no backup plan if that didn't work out. 
I and the rest of my family have given her several other options to try and help, but she was dead set on just living with me and my husband for an undetermined amount of time. Had it been just her and my nephews, it would have been fine, but I'm also not a fan of her boyfriend who is a bum. Sometimes I still feel like just giving in for the sake of my nephews, but I have boundaries that I feel like she's not respecting and just wants to play a victim because we're not throwing money at her to get her back on our feet. Additionally, her boyfriend, after we moved out, had his sister, her kids, his kids, his grandkid all move in, and nobody contributed. There were upwards of maybe 12 people living in their house after we left. I mean, I understand wanting to have a willingness to help somebody who has helped you in the past. I mean, they lived there rent-free for a while. They lived there for three years and basically obtained a launching point for the rest of their lives. But they're just not in a situation where they can afford to do that and bail them out. If you can't, you can't, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for seating in non-reserved seats reserved for a large group? I attended a VPK graduation. It was a first-come, first-served type seating. No assigned seats or reserved seating. I came super early to get a good seat. When I arrived, several people were seating in several rows of 15 to 20 seats by themselves. Just one or two people. Each time I went to sit down, they informed me the whole row was reserved for their family that's on the way. By the time I came to the third row, I was informed the same thing. I said, no, I'm sitting down. I came early for good seats and it's not fair one person to hold 10 or more seats. One to five seats, that may have been reasonable, but a whole row was not acceptable. They got angry and said they came early to reserve the seats and the seats are reserved. They began to stand in front of me saying they wouldn't let me see. I told them that's fine, but I'm not moving. Their family should have arrived on time like I did. My husband didn't intervene, but he went and sat in the back so it was just me and my teen son. My husband felt like I should have just sat in the back to not make a fuss. They continued to fuss for about 10 minutes until the graduation started. Their family arrived about 5-10 to minutes after the graduation started. They were so upset and asked me to move. I stood firm on my no, so they sat in the back with the people who came late. I came early, I had great seats, good view, and took great videos and photos of my baby girl. Am I the jerk? 100% not the jerk. I agree with what OP said. If they want to try to save a couple seats, they can try, but even that is like iffy on whether or not you're going to succeed. It's all coming down to the kindness of the people who show up who want those seats. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to change for a double date with my stepsister? My 15-year-old female, stepsister Anna, 16-year-old female, is from a very conservative church. She has rules about how to dress, how to behave, what she can watch on TV, music she can listen to, and more. One of the rules is that she can't be alone with guys. She's dating a guy from the same church with the permission of her dad. They had been together for like two years and still haven't had a date alone. I had gone with them before and it was absolutely tedious. I had refused to go again. This infuriated my stepdad, but my mom backed me up. Her boyfriend won tickets for an amusement park, which is super expensive, but all their chaperones had plans for the weekend. I had no plans, but refused. Anna begged me to go with them. I ended up accepting, but I would take someone to make me company. I ended up having some courage and inviting my crush to come. That day, I decided to use a short dungaree and a cropped. When Anna saw me, she asked me to change to something else. 
I told her no, I was happy and feeling cute. She told me my clothes are inappropriate and would make her and her boyfriend uncomfortable. I told her they could just not look at me. She tried to get her father to make me change, but my mom backed me up, and I told her I would just give up on going then. I barely paid attention to them during the day, but did my function not letting them alone. When we got home, Anna was sulking, but I didn't pay much attention and went to my room. The next day, she asked me if I didn't have anything to apologize for. I told her no, but to tell me why I should. She told me I made them uncomfortable with my clothes, and her boyfriend was looking at me all the time, and she had a fight with him because of this. I didn't see this. She blamed me for the fight, and told me it wouldn't have happened if I just changed my clothes when she asked me. I told her to blame her boyfriend. I wouldn't even think twice, but I was speaking with a cousin who used to go to a similar church and she told me I could have prevented all of this if I wasn't dressing up to impress my crush. I'm kind of doubting myself now. OP's definitely not the jerk, and I agree wholeheartedly with what OP said. Blame your boyfriend for keeping on looking. It's not OP's fault. Short dungaree and a cropped is completely fine for an amusement park. OP is not to blame when men keep staring at them. Our next story is, am I the jerk because I don't want to share my art commission money? My husband works full-time and I'm a stay-at-home mom. Sometimes I work twice a week during the school year at a daycare. The income all goes to our joint account and we both get an allowance each paycheck. On the side, in my free time, I occasionally do commissioned artwork. And when I say occasionally, I get maybe four a year. I wouldn't consider it income because it isn't consistent in the slightest. My husband says we should split it because he doesn't have a hobby that gives him extra income. I said I use it for art supplies so I can continue to do my hobby. He wants either 50-50 or 80% goes to my art fund and we split the rest 50-50. I don't want to share my commission money. I only make between $20 to $50 each commission and I don't get them very often, maybe 2 to 5 a year. Husband says it's not fair I get extra money to spend and he doesn't. Am I the jerk? I mean, it really depends on the rest of the finances and how it works. I mean, all of your money goes to a joint account, right? Does OP use a lot more of his money? Like, he works full time and all of his money goes into that joint account, but you want to keep a little bit for yourself on the side? That doesn't seem like a very fair dynamic, especially like it doesn't seem like it's that much. Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I charged my sister with a felony? I had a small grant come in the mail for about $3,500. I had never received it and became confused on where the check was at. The college finance department told me it was cashed back in April and the name of the bank. Some time passed and I ended up finding out my sister written down my social security number on the back of the check, forged my signature, and told the banker I allowed her to cash the check. Never needed to provide an ID either. The banker allowed it and my sister never said a word. She was arrested recently, so now my mom and grandma are saying she'll be in serious trouble if I don't drop the charges and that I shouldn't do that to my sister. Would I be a jerk if I charged her and made her go to prison? I'm sorry, but 100% not the jerk. You got that $3,500 on the merit of your hard work, or I mean qualifying for whatever it is you qualified for. And that's a lot of money that can really lift the quality of your life for a lot of people. Unless she like literally could somehow pay that back to you right now, I don't think OP would be the jerk at all. This next story is, am I the jerk because I need a child-free weekend? I have a 10-year-old daughter with my ex. 
I have full custody and she has visitations one weekend a month. I tried very hard to get this much custody, however I really need that one child free weekend. My daughter is a very energetic girl and she has ADHD. However, my daughter has been begging me not to let her go to her mom's home. Her reasons are things like, I hate sharing a room or the food sucks. I told her I'm sorry she doesn't like being there, but she has to go. And she starts crying and yelling that she doesn't want to go. My mom thinks I'm a jerk and should let her stay. I mean, I don't think OP has a legal choice in this matter. OP said that they have visitations one weekend a month. I think, honestly, maybe the kid just prefers the comfort of their home more. Maybe being with OP more. This seems like the kind of thing that was already figured out in court. Maybe OP could phrase it a little better, but I don't think they're outright the jerk. What do you guys think? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.